Welcome to this Thorax Journal Club podcast. Today I'm interviewing Professor Paolo Macchiarini, who works at the Karolinska Institute in Sweden. He's going to talk about an article he senior authored in The Lancet entitled Tracheobronchial Transplantation in a Stem Cell Seeded Bioartificial Nanocomposite, a Proof of Concept Study. Professor Macchiarini, thank you for taking the time to do this podcast. Could you start by explaining why this is an important study to do? There are different reasons, but uh, basically the fact that uh, we are facing with a shortness of organ and tissue donations, and this is in 2012, unethically, um, in the sense that not being able to treat a patient that has a malignant or benign disease simply because there are no alternatives for just a very local disease is ethically unacceptable. And then the fact that uh, the first technology that we proposed in 2008 um, it's still a very complex uh, technology, and uh, we think that these bioficial materials and technology is by far easier and can be adapted in, and uh, reproduced in every corner of the world. And can you describe what you did in this particular case? Well, what we saw in the lab uh, was that uh, once you produce a biological scaffold for regenerative replacement, you end up with a matrix with a scaffold that is made by nanofibers. So we thought, well, while we could not use specific material that is completely biosafe, that is completely biocompatible, we introduce these nanofibers. So um, what we did is simply using an old technique, which is the electrospinning, that produced a three-dimensional tracer made up by these nanofibers. And once we had this, uh, we used the, the mononuclear cells taken from the bone marrow um, and we seeded this cattle with uh, the mononuclear cells of the own patient using a bioreactor. So we had three steps. One is in the laboratory to use this artificial trachea and then uh, in a GMP facility we uh, reseed the scaffold with the patient's own cells. And once this is done, it takes about, um, uh, this reseeding process takes about 36 hours, then you do the transplantation by itself. What group of patients do you think will benefit from this type of treatment most? Well, uh, we have in the pipeline different patients uh, with different types of diseases. Uh, many of them have benign diseases that are untreatable with the standard means. Unfortunately, few have um, malignant diseases of primary tumors of the trachea. And I think that there is the most important need to have this which otherwise would die just for a local uh, disease because tracheal tumors usually do not give metastasis. So, so the, the lack of a treat, uh, alternative treatment uh, could be uh, um, compensated by this approach. And what are some of the potential complications and difficulties with this technique? Well, this is a new technology. This is not a treatment yet. If you start a new approach, then you need to have, unfortunately, complications because on one hand it is new, on the other hand, you will learn to prevent them to occur at the second or third time. So the potential complications are 
first of all, related to the surgery by itself because it is a very complex surgery. You just need to imagine and the ethical clearance will be given only to patients that have already been treated with the most extensive and aggressive uh, therapy. So they are heavily um, overloaded with the treatment. And then related to the stem cell biology because we uh, do not manipulate but we use uh, drugs, bioactive molecules that interfere with the biology of the stem cells in the sense that they can tell the cells to, for instance, to differentiate in the, in the thin blood of the patient um, into a given desired cell. All these biological and surgical issues that my occur in the process of this course needs to be recorded, evaluated, and eventually mitigated. And finally, how long until you think this technology will be more widely available? Do you think it's something that will become much more common in the future? I think that when we did the first transplantation in 2008 using a biological scaffold, uh, from there to now we did so many progresses in making this technology right now available to everybody in the world because you just need to have a lab where the electrospin could be used to produce a trachea, but not only a trachea, a vessel or um, an esophagus or whatsoever tubular structures, and why not in the near future uh, more complex organs, and then ship it away where in a hospital there is knowledge, uh, education of some cells and uh, experience, and then you can do it. So potentially thousands of patients could be treated. But again, I must insist this is still very experimental. It's nothing definitive, and we need to wait the results of a or more appropriate clinical trial. Professor Macarini, thank you very much again for taking time to do this podcast. Thank you. Very interesting. Thank Thank you. For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.